Life was so different before I got sick or symptomatic or diagnosed, whatever you want to put there. But life was so drastically different. But I think the thing that stands out, I guess the most to me, is how goal setting has changed. I was a type A perfectionist who was insane about goal setting. You and I have talked about what my schedule used to look like and how overcrowded and busy my life was. And a lot of that was because I set such high goals that weren't just big, but they were very high maintenance. And I look at my life now and things are so different. In 2017, I all but gave up goal setting because I was frustrated that I couldn't do things in the time frame I wanted to or I couldn't simply accomplish something at all. I was so discouraged. And then about halfway through the year, I started figuring my way out. And now, almost three whole years later, I've come really far. If you've ever struggled with goal setting, know that I'm right here with you. And if you were also a type A perfectionist and you don't know what to do with yourself now, well, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And you can be too. So let's get intentional about our lives and our goals today. Hey friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. As I think about goal setting, You know, I think that for people that are perfectionist type A, that get a high off of a bunch of check marks on their to-do list, you know, I think that goal setting can sometimes be an addiction and it makes us feel so good and purposeful. But what happens when we can't do that anymore? Or maybe we just have a season of life that is so crazy and you just can't keep up with it all. I get it. I went from running my own business and being in school full time, being engaged, all of those things to suddenly being pretty much either house or hospital bound. I stopped being able to drive and I had to start using a wheelchair. And I'm going to be really honest with you. I gave up. And I gave up for probably a couple months. I was so discouraged because how I was setting goals in the way that I was used to was not working anymore. I mean, I remember I used to have these two little itty bitty mason jars on my desk and they had all my daily tasks in them on a popsicle stick on each one. And they were really cute. They were these cute like little popsicle sticks. It was great. And what I would do is I had a certain amount of things that I had to accomplish every day. This was before I had even discovered that daily planners were a thing. Um, I would basically 
not let myself go to bed until every single popsicle stick was in the done, like, accomplished jar. I really am not kidding you when I say that. I would stay up working, my sleep suffered, but I didn't care because I had to accomplish these goals. And yes, these goals were really helpful. They helped me get to the place that I was in, but I didn't realize how destructive that habit could potentially be. When everything happened, which if you know my story, I mean, we've talked a lot over the past couple months, and there were seasons where things were going good and then things were going bad and things were going good and things were going bad. So I'm specifically referring to around 2017 when my hip had dislocated and that was what really changed the game for me personally. And that was when um, I was still part-time running OST and I did for I think another six months before life went on hold, but I just had so much to adjust to. I didn't know what to do with myself because I would set goals and not be able to achieve them and especially not on the timeline that I was used to and it just made me feel worthless which obviously when you feel worthless you don't feel motivated to do anything and it was just this downward spiral so there's a lot that's happened in a little under three years a lot has changed. Three years ago, I would have told you that there is no point in setting any goals when you have a chronic illness because life is too unpredictable. It's just not worth it. Well, I'm here to tell you that now that I've gotten into a healthy, you know, grace-filled goal-setting system, if you want to say it that way, that works with my broken body instead of against it, I'm finally starting to get the hang of this again and not just get the hang of this, but to enjoy goal setting again. And I want to share with you the ways that I've been able to do that. Yeah, there are the practical tips, but the things that I really need to talk about have to do with the mentality. And these specific, like almost rules I guess you could say, that I follow when I'm goal setting have come out of lots and lots and lots of error and (laughs) frustration and disappointment and adjusting to unplanned events or surgeries or dislocations. And I'm still standing. Well, sitting. But you know what I mean. I'm still here and I made it through. And I would like to think that some of these lessons that I've had to learn the hard way could really help you start doing what matters to you every day that you have the opportunity to. So one of the first things that I intentionally have to remind myself almost on a daily basis is that the amount of check marks that I check off or the amount of tasks that I complete do not equal my value of not just who I am, but what I can bring to society. And it surely does not define my worth because that was, that was so hard. And even now when there are days that I can't check things off, it makes me really, 
really sad. Um, because I want to check those goals off. I want to do it all. But as I've said before, and as I've read in tons of books and seen everywhere, is I can't do it all and do it well. And maintaining my body is my number one priority. That moves into my second reminder. And that's that I need to live day by day and not by my to-do list. So first off, maintaining my body takes a lot of work. And I don't typically know what my body is going to need or how I'm going to be feeling until I wake up in the morning. So it's really, really, really hard for me to plan in advance what I'm going to do with my day when I have no idea how I'm going to feel. Living day by day has been one of the greatest struggles that I have not perfected in any way, shape, or form, but I'm trying and failing and trying and the cycle goes on. Each morning, I try to listen to my body and assess where I'm at, and then I'll figure out my day from there. The other amazing thing that God has been teaching me in this most recent season of life is that when we live day by day, we allow God to guide our day. And that's so important. One of my prayers has just been, Lord, guide my day. Help me spend my energy where you want me to spend it and to spend it wisely. That has been crucial. So living day by day is not just about maintaining my body. It's about leaving margin in each day for whatever God wants me to do that day. And maybe it's talking and encouraging a friend who's having a really bad day or, you know, making time for a spontaneous visit or time to treat yourself to some self-care, whatever the case may be, I want to leave room in my day for him to guide me and help direct my energy. I'm not going to say I never ever do this, but I very rarely do like a yearly overview. So like, let's think we have in about a couple months, it's going to be 2020, right? And what a lot of people like to do when they goal set, and I used to do when I was, you know, at my healthiest, is to basically look at each month and say, okay, by this month, I want to have this goal accomplished. And by this month, this goal will be accomplished and so on and so forth. For me personally, that just sets me up for frustration and disappointment. In the goal setting planner that I use, They have a yearly overview and I actually skip it every year because it is not helpful for me because each month looks different. Each week and each day look different. So yes, I do, um, you know, think about over the course of the year, what would I like to accomplish? But I don't typically set dates to that because for me, as I said, personally, and I know it's not the same for everybody, but for me, It just opens the door for disappointment. And I don't need any extra disappointment. Um, Another simple way I have found works for my goals is just to give myself more time than necessary for a deadline. 
So typically I will write a deadline in like three or four days before it's actually due so that if that day isn't good, I have a couple days to kind of finish things. Um, I also take my goals and I break them down into extremely small action steps and those allow me to work at my goals little by little. For example, let's say one of my goals was to write a blog post. So my action steps would most likely be to write the outline, to write the draft, to proofread that draft, add photos, schedule the post, and then make a post about it on, you know, whatever platform I'm on, um, the blog has gone up. So those are like, you. I could just write down, oh, I need to write a blog post, but I know that there are days and times where I can't just sit down and do all of those steps at once. I have to just do something little by little, and that is totally okay. I also try when I'm doing well to get ahead so that I'm not even going to say if something unexpected happens because we know something will, so that when something unexpected happens, I'm not going to be phased and I'm not going to be stressed because I gave myself that margin. Um, Another way that I have, and this is probably one of the hardest, and just to remind you that I am not perfect at any of these things, and I am working each and every day to remind myself of these things, so trust me, I know how hard it is, and I don't think it's going to get any easier, but I work really hard to appreciate the good days or weeks that I have and to find peace in the times that I have planned or unplanned rest. For instance, I had a really good, like, just momentum going in September, and in the middle of the month, I unexpectedly failed a drug trial and also had a major dislocation that threw me off for about a week and a half, two weeks. I did not plan for that at all. And I could have been really devastated at all the things that I didn't accomplish and all the unchecked boxes. But the month still was a good month because for the times that my body could focus on something other than just maintaining itself, I did good with the time that I had. So that's something I'm really working on is to just appreciate those times that I can do the things that I want and to find peace in the times where I need to rest. Again, I know that is so much easier said than done, but I do know that it's possible. And if I can do it, you can too. We're going to just be recovering perfectionists together. There's this quote that I really, really love by Morgan Nichols, and she says, or she wrote in this quote, she is carving out time to be intentional about her goals, and she is also carving out time to be intentional about her rest. So something in that is I try to also plan out rest and breaks throughout the day and other things, and there are days that I'm so fatigued that I'm almost embarrassed at how many breaks I had to take in between just my day. 
but that's a part of listening to my body. And when I do plan in every day for an hour or so of rest breaks, no matter where I put those, you know, just being intentional, making sure that I'm gonna rest, I find that I'm less stressed. So yeah, that's just my way of doing things. But I think the most important thing, like if there's one thing that you take away from our chat today is just that if you're going to successfully accomplish goals while you're living the chronic illness life, that means that you need to live by the principle of grace over guilt. This is something that I am constantly working on is just giving myself grace and choosing not to be guilty about all the things that didn't get done and just give myself some grace because you know what living the chronic illness life is hard it is hard work our bodies take so much effort to keep going and if i forget that i'm going to become discouraged and frustrated so the more that we live by grace over guilt the easier over time it will be to accept the limitations. Something that I've realized really over the past six months, and I was just chatting about this with two of my very close friends where we do our monthly goal setting um, together. We get dinner, whether it's takeout or make something, and we just have this time of fellowship. And it's honestly one of the greatest parts of my month. But um, we were all talking and I just said, you know, I got so focused on trying to stop making goals in an able-bodied mindset while I'm living in a disabled body. But the flaw that was in that plan is that over time I started limiting myself and almost being like, oh no, you can achieve that because of XYZ. And now that I'm in a place where I really like feel like I'm in a groove and I'm actually understanding how to best set goals for my body, I am starting to break out of that box that I've put myself in. You know, this isn't about having an able-bodied mindset or a disabled body mindset. And at first it was because honestly, I needed that shift in perspective But now it's just about, okay, God, what can I do with the life and the body that you've given me? And I really pray over my goals. You know, every quarter I refresh my goals, whether it's to focus on something new or to just help give me more momentum for moving forward on another goal. Before I even do the refresh, I will typically do the evaluation in the power sheets And I will just pray over the different areas of my life, wait a couple days and let God open my heart to the goals and the places that he wants me to spend my energy. I've talked about it a little bit, um, but I want to tell you about power sheets. So this is the goal planner that I'm talking about. This is where all of my tending lists are, which are your monthly, daily, and weekly goals for the month. This is where I refresh my goals um, every 90 days. And it's basically my planner's best friend. It has been vital in my goal setting journey. I'm going to be super honest with you. When I got my first set of power sheets, that was the epitome of me having an able-bodied mindset. 
in a disabled body. And I almost gave up using power sheets because I was like, I can't accomplish anything. This isn't working and I'm not happy. But I continued to work at it because I'm stubborn and I can't just let anything go. And I started learning how to set goals that my body could handle. And that changed everything for me. I love all the different things that I can track. Um, I make my own habit trackers that I put in there just to help me maintain my body to the best of my abilities because there's a lot of things that I need to do for my body every day. I'm a forgetful person and I need those reminders throughout the day. So having a place where I can check in on those things is really important and I've noticed that I have done much better maintaining my body every day than I was before because I'm actually tracking it now. That's been super helpful. But what I also want to address is a practical way to plan your days. What I used to do um, in my daily planner, and I really love the day designer daily planner. I've been using that for four or five years, I think. I just literally love it. But what I used to do with this planner is the night before, make the list of all the things that I needed to accomplish the next day, add to it during the day, and yada, yada, yada. And that does not work for me anymore. So typically a morning for me, I wake up, brush my teeth, do all my morning meds, vitals, you know, all the different things. And I just assess how my body's doing and I try to make an educated guess about what goals and tasks are actually achievable that day. You know, it's not perfect, but that's why I always use erasable pens and markers because I don't want to have to cross things off my list in the sense of like, oh, didn't get that done. You know, and sometimes I just put arrows to mean, you know, shift over to the next day. But it's not helpful for me to see the things that I wasn't able to accomplish that day. So yes, you may be thinking, okay, then why do you even use a daily planner? So the daily planner has space for me to make notes and put, you know, like action steps to goals and whatnot in there. Um, But what has really changed my life is there's this weekly notepad that I have from Cultivate What Matters. And it basically, it has the days of the week in boxes on one side. And on the other side, it's just a to-do list. I fill that out with lots of different things um, like folding laundry or inventory my med card, um, send a birthday card, pay the car bill, you know, whatever it may be. Then I can, you know, just accomplish it whenever I want. There are some days where like I have done like six or seven tasks in one day. And then there's like four days or three days or whatever it is with nothing written on it you know, that's totally okay. I am the first to admit that I don't always get everything done off that weekly list. That's okay. What I love about this though, is that I don't have to determine all the things that I need to do the week and like actually assign them a day because that at this point in my life does not work for me. If I'm living day by day, 
it's really hard to plan out what's going to happen each day. So having this weekly notepad just allows me to put things where I want them. And I'll typically look at that weekly planner in the morning when I'm trying to figure out what I want to do for the day. And I'll put those things on there. And it's just, it's really helpful. You know, this is for me how I have found success in goal planning. Everybody is different. And if you head to my blog and I'll put a link in the Chronically Cultivating Fan Facebook group so then you can see it. Um, But you could also just find it on my blog and you can see like visuals of all these things. But the reason that I wanted to bring this up with you today is because the 2020 Power Sheets are coming out. They're coming out soon, friends. They are coming out in four days on October 16th at 10 in the morning at Cultivate What Matters. I wanted to share this with you because this has been so life-changing for me. A lot of the truths that I've come to find, like I can move mountains from a hospital bed, um, yes, I could do all things, but I don't have to, whatever the case may be, all the different little things that I've learned have really stemmed because of my power sheets. And I am not you know, being paid to talk about this. I truly love all the products. And if you were looking at the four cover options, I am team blooms this year. I'm very, very, very excited. I would love to see you have the same success that I've had because it has been life-changing. It has just helped me focus on the things that matter And those are not just physical tasks. For instance, just in this year alone, I have really started to dive into the truth about who God is and who he says we are. I have taken down my screen time significantly and focused on the people right in front of me. I have maintained amazing friendships with a few close people I find that I love Jared better because I make sure that I'm carving out intentional time for him or just time with our families, whatever it may be. And I would not be able to do all of that without my power sheets. And I would love to walk you through yours. And if you want to read more about it, you can, as I said, head to my blog. I also have a step-by-step guide of how I tailored the prep work for someone living with a chronic illness. You know, I would love to see you all succeed and just do amazing things with these goal planners. Please feel free. I have tons of materials on livingthechronicillnesslife.com and really everywhere um, that I'm any platform that I'm on because these products have changed my life and how I plan. And I'm happy to report they do still work even if you have a broken body, even if you're hospital bound, even if you can't drive. It does not matter. You can make what matters happen no matter where you physically are or what you can physically do. You know, yes, I'm so excited for 2020 and I do want to let you know 
that once they sell out of their 2020 planners, they do not restock them. So just to make sure you're aware of that, and just so you know in hindsight, so that you don't go to get them and find that they're all sold out and they won't be available until next year, they're amazing. And you can do them even if you're sick. But I think the real truth here, take out all tangible items, you still have a quarter of the year left. You can still reach those goals. Don't wait till January 1st. Start right now. Dig in right where you are because amazing things happen when we focus on what matters to us and we tend to those things little by little. You can do that without any product or anything. You just need to be leaning in and listening to what God has to tell you. He will guide you. He will guide your day. And my prayer for you is that he will open your heart and help you become a recovering perfectionist and that you would just find hope in knowing that you are not worthless and there is so much that you can do no matter what your circumstances are. That's kind of all that I've got. You know, now that I have been setting goals that are filled with grace, I get excited again about goal setting and not just that kind of high that I used to get when I'm checking off all the boxes, but I feel peace and joy in my heart knowing that I am making sure every day that I have on this earth, I am spending well, that I am cultivating a rich and meaningful life, whether that is in the hospital or on the beach, it does not matter. So friends, live intentionally each and every day, appreciate the good days And allow yourself to find peace in the ones that don't go at all how you planned. Because it's going to happen. And you are allowed to be frustrated that you can't goal set like you used to. Or that a technique that used to just be the best isn't the best anymore. I promise that if you dig in and focus on the things that really matter to you, you will make an impact. You will change the world. I can't wait to cheer you on and watch you do that. So here's to setting goals, not waiting for January 1st, and for intentionally cultivating a rich and meaningful life. When the unexpected comes calling, bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. And bounce forward with the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks. Get a powerful and reliable internet solution starting at $64.90 a month for 24 months with a two-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today to find out more. Restrictions apply. Limited to new Comcast Business 25 megabits internet and one voice mobility customers. Early termination fee applies. Equipment installation taxes and fees extra subject to change.